Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account titled, My dad disowned my sister and he is dying. How do I convince her to let him go? This is going to be long. Backstory, my family used to be really close, but that changed in 2003 when my dad, 55 male, discovered that my mum, 54 female, was having an affair with John, 54 male, my dad's childhood best friend. He was basically his brother back then and he was my dad's best man in his wedding with mum. He begged her to stay and work things out, but my mum ended up leaving him for John and eventually they got a divorce and my mum ended up marrying John five months later. My twin sister Sarah, 27 female, was always the stereotypical daddy's girl. Dad spoiled her a bit more than the rest of us and she was basically his shadow back then. That's why it was really surprising to us that Sarah chose to stay with our mum after the divorce. Back then, me, 27 male, and her were the only ones to still live with our parents. We have four brothers. I chose to stay with dad and Sarah chose to live with mum. And in the weekends, she came to stay with me and dad. I chose to stay with dad and I occasionally went to my mum's house. To say that the divorce and my sister choosing to stay with my mum fucked up my dad is an understatement. He tried to act like he was okay in front of us, but every single weekday for the year following the divorce, I could hear him crying himself to sleep. After the divorce, the relationship between Sarah and dad didn't change that much. He started to spoil her a bit more than usual and still remained the usual super dad, showing up in every parent-teacher conference, ballet recital and soccer match and being the most present dad possible. Things started to change when she suddenly changed her mind about med school. Our dad is a surgeon and she always said she wanted to follow his steps but mum and John ended up pressuring her to change her career path to become a lawyer. Mum and John are both lawyers. During her studies, John started mentoring her and they become really close. After she finished her education, he got her a job at his law firm. On to the issue. In 2017, Sarah got married. My dad was absolutely thrilled about her wedding. He gave Sarah a blank check for her dream wedding. To be fair, he did this to all of us. He really likes weddings. But in Sarah's case, he was really excited because she is his only daughter. I always remembered him talking about walking her down the aisle. Like every wedding that we went to, he always said to her that he couldn't wait for the day to walk his little girl down the aisle. One day before the wedding, Sarah drops the bomb that dad and John will be walking her down the aisle together. Well, dad is the most non-confrontational person to walk on this earth and she expected him to just suck it up. He didn't do that. They got into a huge fight. First time I see he gets angry. And in the end, he didn't attend the wedding. 
and John ended up walking Sarah down the aisle. The fallout was massive. After the wedding, dad and his side of our family basically disowned her and their relationship became non-existent. She tried to reach out after a while and make amends several times, but he simply didn't want to talk to her or hear about her. We expected him to turn around when she gave birth in 2018, but he doesn't even want to meet her kids. Earlier this year, he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and unfortunately, the treatment didn't work and he is terminal. Even with that, he still doesn't want to see her again and she doesn't understand that. I am very close to my dad and this last few weeks have been really difficult to me. How do I convince her to let him go? And we're going to start straight away with Mega Medium who says this is a tough situation. I can sort of empathize with your sister but really I just feel bad for your dad. Even though it's been a long time, it seems like it never truly set in with Sarah that once your dad cut her off, she truly wouldn't see him again before he dies. Now she's suddenly being faced with that realization. And even though I do tend to side with your dad's decision, that's a lot to take in for your sister. You haven't mentioned what your own relationship with Sarah has been like, but if the two of you have kept in touch and slash or are at least cordial, I'd recommend reaching out to her. Just sit her down and tell her the truth about how she treated your father isn't really something he can get over. That he wants some peace in his last days instead of having to relive that betrayal again. If you're up for it, maybe offer to be there for her if she ever needs to talk. Because even though there hasn't been any relationship in years, she's about to lose her father forever. And that can be hard. Opie replies saying, oh, my relationship with her, it's great. We are really close. I was really pissed at her after the wedding but we really can't stay mad at each other for long periods of time. We shared a womb. We just can't. I will always be there for her. VTLB says, honestly, I don't think you can convince him. In his perspective, she gave him the ultimate betrayal and it is not repairable. It's ultimately up to him whether he wants to or not. I wouldn't be surprised if he never repairs it. Sorry to hear about your situation. I wish you and your family the best of luck. Opie replies saying she is trying to reach out since the wedding. The problem is she knows that she fucked up really bad and the regret of this whole thing is eating her alive. I was talking to my brother-in-law today and he told me that she barely sleeps, practically doesn't eat. I really don't know what to do here. Runaway says, is no one else going to say it? What a piece of shit the stepfather slash ex-best friend is. What kind of man doesn't insist that she have her father, his old best friend walk her down the aisle? With this situation specifically, I mean... I would have politely refused and spoke to her about why she wanted this and that she should think it through more. This all could have been avoided if he just politely refused, especially if I'm this dude's so-called best friend in the past. This just makes no sense to me. The amount of insane treachery is outstanding. In fact, I feel like there is a missing part of this story. She either fell for hook, line and sinker for some sob story, mother, or we are missing some vital part of her side of the story. Stress says, I'm sorry you have to deal with all of this. It's a very tragic story. What are your brother's position in all of this? Your sister should have known that everything she did would push him very far away. Not choosing him, accepting that check and dropping the bomb a day before is obviously the worst bit. I'm sorry for her, but her actions have deep consequences and she'll have to live with them. I will take your dad's phone and block her if that's how she's trying to make contact and have a coffee with your sister explaining that your dad doesn't need this kind of stress of being reminded of a child that betrayed him and disowned him first. Finally, 
in case you think they can still make amends and if she hasn't tried this already, perhaps a letter from her would be accepted. OP replies saying, all of my brothers understand both sides. They know how sorry she is and how much this regret is eating her alive. They know how much the whole thing hurt my dad. The thing if my dad had more time, he'd probably make amends with her, but the thing is, he really doesn't. That sucks. So fucking bad. And the final comment comes from South Park Timmy who says, Oh man, this is a tough situation. I understand your dad totally if he does not want to see his daughter. Inviting John, the man who blew up his life, to walk his daughter down the aisle would have been the last straw for me. Maybe this is his last fuck you to the people that hurt him since he has no control of the situation he was given. I would respect your dad's choice. If he cannot forgive her, even at death's door, he never will. I don't think I could let go of the anger and hurt she did to him. And it's not just her. It's also your mum and John. And I kind of feel like a lot of those comments mentioned there. It's the consequences of her mistakes. If the father was a complete whatever, then you could maybe understand where she was coming from. But he sounded like he was a caring individual who looked after his children and just had this dream of walking his daughter down the aisle, which was taken from him. And by a couple that cheated on him, that betrayed him in the past. This is now his decision and you have to respect it and move forward with that because this is his choice now. And I think you have to focus on him. And you know me, I can't help but feel a little bit bad for the feeling she's going to be going through once the inevitable happens by the sounds of it. But when you really think about what that man has gone through and what he's had seen and what's happened to him, it's fucked up. And it honestly breaks my heart to think about what that man has went through. So yeah, but now we're going to check out the update to see what happened next. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Next. So then the update came roughly a month later, which said some people asked for an update. And unfortunately, life isn't all about happy endings. This is a sad ending. A week after I posted the original post, my dad started getting worse. His health started declining really fast. We lost him exactly one month ago. It wasn't pretty. I never thought it would be, but I never thought it would be that heartbreaking. He was in a lot of pain. He'd been through so much in these last few months. As heartbreaking as it was to us, he deserved to rest. He was tired. In the end, he was lucid enough to say his goodbyes to me and my older brothers. Hearing him saying what he said to me was one of the most painful and beautiful moments of my life. His words to me meant a lot. I won't say exactly what he said because I believe it's just too personal. He said goodbye to my daughters, 11 months and 2 years old. 
It was just like when I was a kid. He gave them a kiss on the forehead, told them to be good girls and said that he loved them. It was something I won't ever forget. And it hurts like hell that they are so young to understand what happened. They still ask about grandpa and every time I try to explain to them that he isn't coming back, they don't seem to understand that and who can blame them? I'm only 27 years old. I honestly don't get it. I was supposed to get a lot more years with my dad. It just doesn't seem fair at all. The worst part was is that my twin sister Sarah, dad died without speaking to her. I tried to talk to him about her, but he wasn't interested in speaking with her. He started getting more desperate and suddenly he died. It was expected, but she was in denial. His funeral was beautiful. A lot of people shared their stories about him. It was nice. Sarah saw dad for the first time since the night before her wedding. She didn't recognize him. He was very skinny. Dad was always a bit overweight, the famous dad bod, but he had lost a lot of weight from cancer. She cried a lot during the whole funeral. Mum and John tried to show up at the ceremony and my uncles were forced to kick them out of the funeral. Good fucking riddance. Dad's will went as expected as it could. Dad's family came from old money, petrochemicals, so he always had a lot of money. He left a little bit of money and properties divided equally to all of his kids, including Sarah. He left a trust fund, which was a lot of money, for all his grandkids, including Sarah's kids, which he never met. It was honestly expected. My dad never really cared about money that much. He just wanted us to be comfortable and assure that his grandkids all had something to support them. The tricky part was the personal things. He left a really big letter to all of us, except Sarah. It was really personal stuff. In my letter, he spoke to me about our story, about my childhood. It was really nice. I must have read the letter like a hundred times and I cried every single time. One of dad's favorite hobbies was photography. He was quite an enthusiast and the subject of his photos was pretty much our family. When he and mum were together, later it turned out to be just me and my siblings. As a result of this, we had a lot of pictures from us growing up. He gave each of us a photo album and behind each photo, he wrote something, where it was taken and a few words. I was honestly very surprised with this. He must have done this long before he died. It was very thoughtful, a goodbye gift and something that was very typical of dad. Sarah didn't get a letter and her album didn't have anything wrote behind her photos. When she found out about this, she had a mental breakdown. The regret was eating her alive and still is. She was admitted to the hospital and spent an entire week there. She is doing better now, getting a little better every day. Her husband and I are really confident in her recovery. She is sleeping and eating almost normally now. She still starts to cry randomly multiple times on a daily basis, but it's getting better. At least that's what I'm telling to myself. Which brings us to last week. My wife and I discovered that we're expecting again. It wasn't planned or anything like that. My wife switched birth controls last month and she spends a week without taking the pill. It's still very early in her pregnancy, so we haven't told anyone yet. The thing is that I'm really angry. I'm angry that my future kid is not going to be able to meet dad. I'm fucking pissed, honestly. It doesn't seem fair at all. I'm angry and I'm scared. My dad was supposed to guide me in the whole parenthood process. He was teaching me a lot with my daughters. I'm fucking scared of doing this without him. I'm scared of not being a good father like he was to me because my kids deserve that. This is it, folks. The whole situation could be a lot better. I play the what-if scenario in my head every day and fortunately, it doesn't change anything. 
This is honestly a bitter ending. Doesn't seem fair at all, but that's the thing about life. It's actually never fair. I want to thank everyone who gave me advice and to everyone who reached out and offered their support in the chat. I was very lonely at the time. I still am. <laughs> Fuck this year, honestly. It meant a lot to me. Thank you, Reddit. And our next story is from Annoying Single Friend who says, Am I the arsehole for blowing up on my friend for her behavior at my wedding? Who says, So, I have this friend, Anna, 32 female. We've been best friends since we started school and despite a few small arguments, we've always been close. About two years ago, my now husband and I decided to get married after 10 years of being together and two children. We set the date for about a month ago. I asked Anna to be my maid of honor and she immediately accepted. About seven months ago at my bridal shower, Anna excitedly announced she was pregnant. She doesn't have a partner so she told everyone how she was using donated sperm. I was so happy for her. She assumed I was going to kick her out of the bridal party and I told her it wasn't happening. She could do as much or as little as she wanted to because I've been there and I know how exhausting pregnancy can be. As the months progressed, Anna came to me and said she was feeling overwhelmed. She had deemed her pregnancy to be high risk because she was so tired and put herself on bed rest. I said it was no problem. If she still wanted to be in the wedding, I would make any accommodations for her so she could. She told me she wanted to come to the wedding but not be in the bridal party anymore. I told her no problems, it was fine, whatever made her happy. In the meantime, I took her to her appointments and she came to my dress fittings. I ended up asking another good friend to be maid of honor and she was thrilled. The day of the wedding comes and Anna turns up in a maid of honor gown. No problems, I assume she just felt beautiful in the dress and proceeds to tell everyone that I kicked her out of the wedding because I was jealous of her pregnancy and I didn't want a fat girl in my wedding pictures. Everyone kept this well hidden from me on the day, but in at least five of the videos from the wedding, you can clearly hear Anna talking about me, telling people that I'm such a horrible friend and I'm jealous because she's pregnant. I was shocked and the next time I caught up with Anna, I asked her what the problem was. I tried to be accommodating, but she insisted on not being in the wedding. It was her choice. She said it was just a joke and she was just being funny. It wasn't a big deal. I yelled at her that it wasn't funny and people believed her claims. I told her she was an awful friend for doing that to me. I wasn't jealous of her. I tried to be a good friend to her, but this felt like a slap in the face. She exploded at me about it and said I was a bridezilla. I told her to leave my house and we haven't spoken since. Now she is saying that I verbally abused her for being pregnant and ruined her pregnancy by making it all about me and my stupid wedding. Am I the arsehole? And OP has a tiny paragraph update, which we'll cover after the comments. And it's one of those situations that you're going to look at this person and you're ever going to be able to trust them again. I mean, you said in yourself that in at least five videos from the wedding, you can clearly hear Anna talking about me, telling people that I'm such a horrible friend and I'm jealous because she's pregnant. How do you come back from that? How do you look at that person the same way again? The question to all this though is why? Why has she suddenly turned around? The only thing I can think of is jealousy of some sort at this moment in time unless we find something out in that update. But you know, absolutely not the arsehole to me. But third tries the charm says not the arsehole. She's been setting you up to be the bad guy in her narrative since before the pregnancy announcement. Are you sure you were close before this? 
OP replies saying, we always were super close. She's always been there for me and I've always been there for her. It's only since I said I was getting married that things went weird. Tricky Flamingo says, not the asshole. This girl is absolutely not your friend. I'm genuinely baffled by her behavior at your wedding and she has the audacity to still try and play the victim. You didn't make her pregnancy about you. She made your wedding about her. Just block her everywhere. You're better off without her in your life. Dizzy Dream says, not the asshole. Up until the point where Quarter talking shit about you at your wedding, I was thinking, what's the problem here? Because it seemed like you both were being good to each other, but then Anna turned out to be a snake in the grass. From what you stated, it doesn't sound like the thing she was saying was a joke. And if it was a joke, she's got an awfully funny sense of humor. So OP said in their updates, I just heard through a mutual friend that apparently once I got engaged, she was saying that she should have been married first because I had kids first. She initially was going to wear a white maternity dress to the wedding, but everyone told her not to. So she planned all this. I feel really stupid for trusting her so much, but lesson learned. I'll never speak to her again now. So now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you have done if you was OP? What do you think's happening? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. And don't forget at the end of the video, there'll be a couple of playlists there for you to click on and it will scroll through all the videos for you automatically. So whatever you're up to, and don't forget to let me know. It will keep on going. <laughs> much love, guys. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.